0: heaven's throne, this earth you formed was not yours. the sun
1: listening to True Bible Mission for Jesus Church located at 6010 West Mill Road Milwaukee Wisconsin where the pastor is Elaine Allen.
0: Praise the Lord, it's chat time again. Praise, praise the Lord. Lord, it's chat time.
1: Yes, praise the Lord, it's chat time again. This week we will continue our discussion of current events and scriptures.
0: Lord, praise the Lord. So this week I guess we'll talk about some current events and maybe if we get further on, um, if we move along with that, we'll talk about some some scriptures. And, and I wanted to talk about this. Someone sent this to me, oh, a while back. And it was talking about the two teenagers that were obsessed with the Columbine Massacre. They were jailed for 40 years after they were plotting to blow up their high school.
1: Wow, how old and, were
0: they? Oh, gosh, 19 and 18. Okay. And um, they were arrested in October of 17. And anyway, they, both defendants will serve 20 years in prison before serving the next 20 years on probation. And. Um, They'll be 40 <laughs> when they get out. Well, tw- 20 years. Yeah. And then 20 years on probation. The rest right, of so their whole life. So um, there was a call to tear down Columbine. You know, like they did with Sandy Hook, and then they rebuilt Sandy Hook School.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. And,
0: you know, so what I wanted to know is, does that make a difference? Do you think that stops people from wanting to act out? I mean, I don't know if they call it the same thing. I don't don't think it
1: stops people from wanting to act out. I think the people who have memories associated with the action, I think it sort of... Relieves them, you know. Just like when, just like the, just like when when um, New York uh, suffered that catastrophe, and then what Ground Zero. Right. And, and, but they they they're not trying to reestablish what was, was there. They try to basically go on. They might even have a memorial, but it. I guess it's more or less for you still
0: remember what happened there. Just like just like who is that Jeffrey Dahmer? And they eventually tore down the apartment building where he lived. You know, and but you still know where it happened. You still
1: I don't know if they put anything
0: in its place. But the people who
1: basically who's who's are connected to that tragedy, Mm -hmm. I think it helps as far as they're concerned. They don't have to Look at it and relive it. I guess it kind of gives them a, some closure for, right. you know, to end that pain, that suffering. Right. Because and then sometimes, too, when when something so catastrophic happens at a place, I think sometimes, in a way, it gets defiled. And I, you know, like Lord would say, certain areas were so, was so despicable, he would say salted. So that nothing ever grows, grows
0: there. Right. Right. So I don't know. I mean, because even if you build a new school on top of what was, it's still a school. Right. You know, if you tear down Columbine and you rebuild the school, it's still a school. It's still something that. Right. Some.
1: But maybe it's not the. It's not the, the, the actual, building, actual building, actual place. Building. It's not the actual stone that blood was, was spilled on you know. know. maybe in that sense they're thinking it's speaking a, it's a for myself
0: start. I don't know if that would make a difference for me
1: right you know? I, I don't know even if they put up a memorial but for some people I think if they see something other than the tragedy you know the, the place where the tragedy occurred I mean I know the site is still there but you know, I just think that sometimes some things become so polluted until you just do away with it
0: mm-hmm. anyway And then, (laughs) I got a couple of articles sent to me, and this is what our world is coming to. You you know, can you really believe what's going on here? This, I don't know exactly where this happened, but a little boy. uh, This article was found on the Daily Mail and a website called the Grio, G-R-I-O, and I guess the Griot is an entertainment studio's, um, I don't know, devi- devoting to providing African Americans with stories and perspectives that appeal to them. Um, the, this article talks about a little boy used vulgar language and got the boot from his kindergarten graduation for cussing out his teacher. The the incident, kindergarten. The mm-hmm. incident was caught on video as parents were settling in... <laughs> preparing to watch their kids turn a page in their little lives with the ceremony. Right when they're taping this, a little boy unleashed a series of foul-mouthed obscenities at his teacher as she welcomed the crowd. Good afternoon, parents. Good afternoon, boys and girls, the teacher says. Then, out of nowhere, a little boy in a bright orange shirt shouts out, Shut the... Mm. Mm. Up. Audible gasps could be heard by the parents as they scream out, Hey, 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 that's not nice, and no thank you to the little boy. The Boy's profane shouting. The teacher then tried to appeal to the boy to get him to act right and asked, Do you need to leave? That's when the kid replies, No. Another
1: explicative. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah, he's out, the teacher says, then out of nowhere a man, likely his parent, enters the video frame and snatches up the bad-mouthed little boy, hopefully for a butt-whipping, I don't know.
1: Evidently. I, maybe In our he,
0: future here.
1: Yeah, I mean, they'll grow up and they'll be our mayors, our governors, our lawmakers. Policemen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <is> true. <laughs> so here's another article. In New Jersey, a New Jersey mom was attacked and knocked unconscious last, uh, just recently by a 13-year-old who a day earlier was among students who told her son to go back to Mexico. Veronica Ruiz was attacked about 10 miles north of Newark while pushing her 1-year-old baby in a stroller and walking beside her 12-year-old son. Ruiz was hospitalized for two days with a fractured eye socket, bruises, and a bloody dye. The alleged attacker, a 13-year-old boy, who was among the group of students who taunted Ruiz's son in the school cafeteria the day prior, saying, Mexicans should go back behind the wall. I wonder where he got that from. We all come from Immigrants. Ruiz's son countered, and the three students threatened him with violence. The boy reported the threat to the school officials who kept him in the office for his protection. The school reportedly did not contact the boy's parents. He went home, and he told his parents what had happened. The mother went to the school officials the next day to ask why she was not contacted, and the vice principal apologized for not contacting her and said the situation was under control. The mayor told news uh, the media that the alleged hacker has been arrested and charged as a juvenile with aggravated assault and simple assault. He was released to his parents ahead of a family court appearance. And um, the attorney plans to open a law school to, on against the school on behalf of Ruiz's family. An investigation is ongoing. This is our future, folks. Right, this the, the
1: intolerance, in. the racism,
0: and the bigotry. And how is it that you, can, you have it under control when you can't even tell the you parents? Can't,
1: because the, it's, it's as if, you know, what, what, what the world is doing is functioning outside of of, of the Lord's Word outside of holiness. Therefore, the standards that they go by are their own standards. And anything that's carnal has is violent, is dark, you know, is, is intolerant. So that's what we're experiencing now.
0: So now, if an adult would uh, say some phrase like, I can understand why people blow up buildings, they would right away get arrested and right. get a ticket for disorderly conduct or whatever. But a child... They ignore that. I think or they
1: treat it lightly, you know. Right. It, it depended on the state, but I, you know some states are so lax when it comes to juveniles because they they think in terms like children just they can't really have a truly evil thought. You know that's how some people look at children, but that's not true.
0: Mm-hmm. Here another article that falls in the category of what is this world coming to? You know how. Um, Government buildings, schools, uh, courthouses, you know, you, you can't, say, have prayers. You can't, you can't...
1: Right. You Anything can't that has to do study. with the You Lord. can't
0: have, you know, it's, it's a no-no. Right. So here, this is in Alaska, and believe you me, whatever happens in one state is obviously going to trickle down because the Supreme Court... I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about the Supreme Court. A Satanic Temple member was allowed to open a government meeting with the phrase, Hail Satan. Iris Fontana is a member of the Satanic Temple, and she delivered the invocation at a at an assembly marking the first given by the Satanic Temple since the borough. Kenya Peninsula Borough changed its policy in November. The new policy allows anyone to deliver an invocation regardless of religion or belief. um,
1: They just should not have had invocations, period. If
0: they they couldn't
1: have one that honored the Lord, they just should have ruled them all out, yes, as a whole.
0: So what she said is that which will not bend must break. And that which can be destroyed by truth should never be spared as demise, Fontana said. It is done. Hail Satan. And it's interesting that they say that. What cannot be destroyed, which can be destroyed by truth.
1: Right. But they deceive, they deceive themselves. That's what the Lord said. That's that's the whole irony of everything. And that's what's so uh, scary, that the people actually believe they're right.
0: They know that truth can destroy evil.
1: Right. They don't consider themselves evil. <laughs> they deceive them <laughs> themselves.
0: Anyway, there were about 40 people protesting the inclusion of a satanic temple invocation. And some were holding signs, reading, reject Satan and his works and know Jesus and his love.
1: And, uh, a poster know, board isn't going to help. We have to pray and we have to uh, fast. And we're going to have to go before the Lord because sin is going to abound. Well, we're going to have to pray God's protection to be about his
0: people. You know, they, it, that invocation prompted others to lead the meeting, and um, even the mayor were among those who left the assembly chambers along with some audience members. Um, and the reason why they have this in a government meeting is because Fontana, who gave the invocation was among the plaintiffs in a lawsuit brought by the ACLU of Alaska against the borough's 2016 policy requiring those who wanted to deliver invocations at the government meetings to belong to official organizations with an established presence on the Kenye Peninsula. The Alaska Supreme Court ruled that the policy was unconstitutional and in November, the borough government changed it to allow anyone to offer invocations, regardless of religion. So you're right; they should have said um,
1: no vocation, invocations we'll whatsoever. None. Right.
0: We'll have none. Instead of uh, Christian or allowing anybody.
1: blasphemy to go forth.
0: Right. Evil is being accepted by the public as satanic actions. Like these break the barriers Of horror we still have Of evil um, This was a um, Petition they, uh, That they Received it says how could A public institution which is meant To uphold a common good Allow a representative of Satanic principles our morality, corruption, and vice, what we expect our public officials to promote, read the petition. And then it continued on about the evil being accepted by public as satanic actions as these bear, break the barriers of horror. They received about 26,000 signatures on this petition. The satanic temple, known for its activism, was founded in 2013 on... Um, <laughs> on church and it's known for activism on church and state issues in April the group announced the Internal Revenue Service had granted a request for tax exempt status making it comparable to a church last November the group filed a lawsuit against Netflix and Warner Brothers over a depiction of their Baphomet B-A-P-H-O-M-E-T statue in a new spin-off of the television series Sabrina the Teenage Witch, titled The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. In 2018, the Chicago chapter of the Satanic Temple forced officials to display its snake-tivity statue next to a huge Christmas tree in the Illinois State House Rotunda. In 2016, the group announced the launch of After School Satan Club's for elementary schools, in response to the presence of evangelical Christian Good News clubs at public schools, so if they are doing that in Alaska, in uh,
1: all these public sectors, Illinois, uh,
0: it, uh, right? Yeah, anywhere, Netflix, anywhere
1: where you have, I guess, like taxes, uh, taxpayers, and they feel like they have an, an equal say, but. They should see in the scriptures. I don't see how anybody can deny the prophecy unfolding that the Bible has told us these times are going to come. And these people deceive themselves into thinking that they can actually op- oppose the Lord and somehow come out victorious.
0: You know. That's what Lucifer thought, too. Right. And um, it's not going to happen. Lord defeated him not going to happen. Anyway, another article that was sent to me, and this I, I put in the category of what on earth is going on in the world. And this already happened, but it happened at a Seattle area public library, despite massive public complaints. It uh, This King County library system in Seattle was promoting a teen pride event on its website and it was held at the Renton Library recently the event was described as a pride celebration designed by teens for teens and the most rainbow filled fun you can imagine it includes activities like open mic and karaoke other activities listed Our presentations on safer sex, a drag show, an advice panel, and a free binder raffle. A free breast breast binder binder raffle.
1: Right, these are for uh, young women who, or older women. This is for females who actually don't want to have uh, the appearance of being physically a female. So they try to bind their breasts in order to give them a flatter chest so that they don't look feminine. They look more masculine.
0: Mm. Local activists who have been protesting and spoke with the Christian Post on condition of uh, that they won't be exposed, their names, and, and they contacted library officials and council members to express their concerns, and they were snidely dismissed and told that the event would proceed as planned. The library was reportedly inundated with calls after the news spread on social media that a breast binder would be raffled. One mom told Christian Post that when she called, it was told that a binder would not be given away as it was originally advertised, but we're going to be giving away a gift certificate instead. She added that she felt that the woman she spoke with was misleading and evasive.
1: It. It's just ridiculous. Now, now they're promoting. These are teenagers we're talking about now. now, now they teens. Yes, up to about the like age nineteen. Now we're talking about uh, procedures. Starting at
0: Ten years old. Right,
1: physical, physical uh, procedures where you can actually. I mean, the bodies are still forming, where you can actually uh, cause your body to be de- deformed. And so here, here they are talking about taking. Uh, the the body and restricting its growth in a sense. This is for teenagers. This is for developing children. And why they're promoting uh, these acts that are connected with sex is w- they, we've become so obsessed with with the uh, the sexual connotations that w- we can't get beyond it. It's it's, it's just like it's just we're stuck in a rut because it's so carnal. We're stuck in one of the most basis of all uh, uh, activity and thinking. Uh, The thinking is so erratic. I mean, why would you want to do this at a at a with teenagers at a at a festival that's supposed to be directed at for
0: children. You I know, mean, kids don't know any better. At ten years old, I mean, they just see their friends doing it or whatever, and this is fun. Oh, this right. is this well, is fun. We're right. gonna have karaoke. We're gonna and we're, we're gonna, gonna bind go.
1: our breasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's silly. One one person said, "Well, if you're gonna do that, then." Inform them, let them know they can cause their ribs to uh, uh, fracture, be deformed. They can cause blood clots. You're you're actually restricting your your body. It's just ridiculous. You're almost uh, teaching a child to hate themselves.
0: You know, the Christian Post contacted the library for comment and followed up with an email to the King County Library trustee to inquire whether the teenagers present would be advised about the harm that comes with using breast binders, such as lung damage and other adverse side effects that were documented not too long ago in the New York Times. Right. And see, these
1: practices that are associated with that type of a lifestyle they're trying to introduce people to what they don't need to be introduced to that. I mean, your children don't need to be exposed to that. All all those little subtle activities that are associated with that type of, of base lifestyle, they don't need to know about it. But that's what they're doing. They're trying to bring what's been done in the dark. They're trying to slowly bring it into the light, into everyday living and the Lord forbid it! You don't want your child being exposed and educated uh, in things that are contrary to good—not just see, physical health, and, but mental health.
0: They're exposed and taught porn, sex, right. drugs, yes. alcohol,
1: but not the Word of God. See now mm-hmm. that to teach love, to teach respect, you know, to teach reverence for the Lord—that you can't bring up. But you can bring up all this crap about uh, breast binding and. You know, it's just, it's just backwards. It just defies the common sense, and people don't seem to realize it's a self-fulfilling prophecy.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, moving on, and just to let everybody know that during the week of July 13th through July 20th, hundreds of anti-abortion protesters along with counter-activists are going to be converging on Milwaukee. One of the country's largest anti-abortion groups is coming to Milwaukee to promote its message and counter-protesters are already planning their response. Um, the Operation Save America will hold its annual rallies from July 13th to July 20th. The group has permits from the city of Milwaukee to hold prayer gatherings outside two abortion clinics. One on Water Street and I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's the building where they have those big red ladybugs on the side of the building and the other one is on Farwell. Farwell and Ogden that abortion clinic there. Okay. So we're going to see a lot of Christians coming out into our community with the educational materials and offering hope and help to women who are in crisis pregnancies? Women who are struggling through pregnancy, contemplating abortion. Um, Me- Operation Save America members have also rented space at the Milwaukee County Zoo's conference center, and they do not plan on demonstrating on West Blue Mountain Road. And I think they, th- this article points that out because the counter protesters are already preparing for a showdown downtown. And I, they don't intend to have... Um, they, they, they want it to be peaceful, you know, but uh, they expect a backlash from those with a po- opposing viewpoints. And one group is called the Abortion Access Front. It's a nonprofit group from New York, and they are one of the groups that are going to be counter-protesting. Uh, they made a social media video calling Operation Save America's event "Garbage Fry Festival." Right,
1: they do the very thing that they're accusing uh, someone else of doing. They it, it, all that trash talk. I, but I, I just think it's ironic when they talk about pro-choice or reproductive rights when basically they're telling people, choose death.
0: So the the uh, video goes on to say it says, it's an experience that exceeds all your worst nightmares. The worst men on, in, on the Internet live for seven horrific days. For us to say... This is a festival of trash information that is coming down the pike and guess what? We have an opportunity to say we're going to combat your lies with truth. Oh Who's anyway, saying this? I'm trying to figure this out. But here, here's the on thing. On that video. Well,
1: well if, if it's people who are for abortions uh, they're going to have to answer to the Lord. But life life is so precious and so important and the innocent blood. But they have this big controversy as to when life begins, when we consider it to begin. And I'm telling you the life uh, of, of a child, the life of a human being is so Im- Im- important that it begins even before it's in the womb. When Abraham paid tithes unto Melchizedek Levi was in his loins and the, the sperm, that was mm-hmm. j- just the sperm, mm-hmm. was named Levi. For the Lord said, even while he was in Abraham's loins, he paid tithes. Levi paid tithes unto Mechizedek because Abraham did. Mm-hmm. Now, that's life. And we have cheapened it so. The world has cheapened life to the point where they have... Their conscience is seared with a hot iron. It does not even phase them that they that they're killing, and they're shedding innocent blood.
0: Right. To answer your question, who was saying that? It was the co-founder Liz, Winstead, or Winstead. She's in a uh, co-founder of this abortion access. Front. So,
1: so this, so, so She's saying we're going to combat
0: your the, lies with truth. They're talking we're about the people who choose life. Hateful rhetoric with love. Right. I and mean,
1: that's not love. And we're
0: going to make anybody in Wisconsin that would feel vulnerable to their messages feel included and inclusive and supported.
1: So they're talking uh, with such hatred, and and they're opposing those who are saying, you know, choose
0: life. Right. So I wanted to know about the front. Um It used to be called Lady Parts Justice League, (laughs) and then they decided that it was not in line with their vision and values, so they wanted to include more people, so they changed it to the Abortion Access Front.
1: Well, it's it's, it's sad.
0: And when you go to their website, it's like, you know, it's kind of... um, the you know the verbiage is
1: but they can't they won't be able to uh, pass themselves off as being loving because it there is the exact opposite fighting. of love right and,
0: and they're holding some things here in Milwaukee um, they're presenting a burlesque show
1: right it's all carnals um, all base I,
0: I think that's going to be July 17, 822 South Water Street. They're going to have an underground collaborative, 161 West Wisconsin Avenue on July 19th at 8 p.m.
1: Well, they're going to have a lot of things, which, you know, I'm pretty sure you'll have people who have those same uh, outlooks on life attending. But the point is that they all have a, we, we all, not just them, we all have a living God that we have to give an account to. And I'm telling people, choose choose life they not, not to look at life in such a negative way just it's so dark and so sinful and th- this world has become so ungodly it's pathetic
0: right so that's going to be july um i believe i said the 13th through the 20th and downtown water street and farwell avenue
1: praise the lord uh Ain't God all right? God is all right. Okay, I'm going to reread it to you from Second uh, Timothy. It's the first chapter, seventh verse. It says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind.
0: Praise God. Praise the Lord, and let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Last week's Food for Thought was, who was called the son of the morning? M-O-R-N-I-N-G? And the answer is Lucifer. That can be found in Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12, which reads, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which weaken the nations? This week's Food for Thought is, What happens to a just man that falls? And what happens to the wicked when they fall? Hint, the Bible and that's food for thought.